High School Football on Round Guy Radio was brought to you by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions, and Farmers Co-op of Envision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We got Coach McCarty and Scotty Melvin. Welcome to the program, fellas. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, hey, Scott, uh, Scott, go ahead. You can uh, uh, ask the first question here. Oh, okay. Well, um, I haven't prepared much, but you know, it's playoff time. Uh, we've been waiting for this. I'm sure you guys have been really waiting for it. Um, down at Winfield Mountain Union, and you got the Bell Plain Plainsmen. Um, and I don't know much about them other than going through bound and checking on stats and you know scores and things like that. I believe they were an 11 man team uh, program up to this year. Is that right? Yep, this is their first year as eight man, as far as I've heard. I guess I, yeah, I know they've been playing uh, YSF and JV as eight man the last couple of years. So uh, you know some of the guys that are playing right now are are familiar with the eight man game. Um, you know, it's not a brand new thing for these kids. Okay. And that might explain why they've had some success right off the bat. Uh, something I mentioned to Dave earlier, and I guess this is the thing that I'm curious about most, and I haven't seen any film on these guys or anything, but if you go through their schedule, they, they started out really strong and then kind of faded down the stretch. And I wonder if maybe they had a, a little bit of a, an injury bug hit them or something like that. But, uh, you know, they, they have some, some scores that kind of stand out in their schedule that, that kind of impress you a little bit until you get towards the end of the season. Um, do you know anything about them as far as, the, you know, numbers-wise? Are they, are they hurting a little bit? Yeah, um, you know, they, I don't think they have many kids to start with. I think they only had 15 okay. or 18 to start with. Uh, never many kids. Um, and it's a, it's a weird mix of kids, right? They got a handful of seniors and then, like, freshmen. There's no middle grade. Um, which is kind of a weird deal. Um, yeah. We've heard that one of their um, top rushers and their pastor is hurt uh, for the rest of the season. Like, we've kind of heard that. Um, you know, it's one of those things as a coach, you, you know, you always hear it through the grapevine, you know, maybe third hand. And, and so you'll prepare like they're there until you see that they're not. Um, you know, but we haven't seen that kid on film for the last two weeks. Um, you know, so we tend to think it's probably true. Um especially with the injury we've heard about him. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you can only believe so much until you see what's yeah. going on. So um, we're going to prepare like their, their best kids there and, and uh, we'll go from, from what we see. And, you know, our kids need to be prepared for anything, whether they come out and what they've done all year or they decide to do something different. Our kids got to be able to align and, and be able to play. All right, coach, I got a question for you. Uh, we had a week off, not, not last Friday, but the week before. Did that help you or hurt you? Um, well, I mean, I think it helped in the in the sense that we wouldn't have had one of our starters probably if we would have played. So I think it was beneficial for us. Um, at the same time, you know, we wanted to make sure our timing was good. And so, um, you know, it's not, not really a knock on HLV, but, you know, we're happy that we had a game uh, with HLV as game nine or, you know, last regular season game as we move into the playoffs, able to get the kicks off, kick the rust off. Um, and get into the playoffs. You know, there's another team in our district that they had the last week off 
uh, before they head into the, the playoffs. And I don't, I don't think I'd enjoy that part of the schedule, right? I, I'm glad we played, whether it was our starters got a half or three quarters, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still happy they got out there and they played. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was probably looking back on it, you know, I, and I always tell the kids, you, you know, high school football is one of those things. You only get, uh, eight guaranteed games now. It used to be nine, but you only get eight guaranteed games where everything else is 20 plus, you know, in this, in this, in high school. So, um, you got to treasure them. And when you lose one, you know, that's, it's not good for your guys, but our guys were ready to play and, and they were ready to go on Friday. Good, Scotty. Yeah, um, now that you're into the playoff part, and I, I think it, you know, for those of us that, like I always tell Dave, us fans, we can say whatever we want. Coaches gotta, you gotta speak to the kids a certain way. We we feel like there's a couple teams around that we knew were gonna get into the playoffs and maybe make a long run or whatever. Uh, obviously, your team being one of those in the conversation. Um, how hard is it to keep the kids focused week to week when you when you come across a team like an HLV that's a little down? Or maybe this first round game where you're playing a team that's four and four, and it's and 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 people around the community, around the area, or whatever, just say, you know, we we think, hey, this is we're moving on to the next round with these guys. You know what I mean? How yeah. hard keep the kids focused on that that one game at a time mentality. Well, uh, you know, a couple a couple different answers to that. Uh, one, we have a really good group of guys that understand that this is just be a stepping stone, right? We can't be happy with a week week one of the playoffs win. That's not our goal, right? Our goal wasn't to make the playoffs and win one game, right? And so they understand that, you know, no matter who we play, um, we're excited for that. Um, the second thing is, you know, I think you can make some micro goals um, that in inside the game, right? So you can say, um, you know, they've been a really good rushing team. Let's hold them. They average, you know, for example, they average, we'll say 200 yards a game. You know, let's can we cut that average in half? You know, or you know, their running back is he is really good. He averages you know two touchdowns a game. Can we hold him out of the end zone? You know, and I think you can challenge your kids that way. Um, you know, and so that's one of those things that our kids they it doesn't matter who it is. You know, but like we said, we played HLV. HLV never got shut out this year, right? Um, they were one of the teams that struggled the most in our district, but they were still able to find a way to score a point. Uh, you know, at least one touchdown on everybody they played. Mm-hmm. And so we challenged our kids this week, like we're going to be the first team and only team that shuts them out. Um, and our JV even uh, stepped up, you know, and so that was, was one of those things we talked about all week is, you know, can we keep them out of the end zone? And, and our kids, you know, they understand that, you know, and, and we've got a group of guys, like I said, that like when we put our JV guys in, I mean, our varsity was like, come on guys, keep them up, bow up, you know, like they were, they were cheering on our JV. So um, it's just one of those things that, when your, your kids can, we have a really mature group of young men uh, that understand that this this is just one step in the journey. You know what I mean? Okay, Coach. Hey, uh, let's talk. I, I'm just going to ask you. You know, you did play a game last week. Did you you feel like you got um, you know prepared for the season uh, uh, with this game or for the playoffs with this game? And could you go over some of the highlights of the game? Yeah. Um, so are, are you asking, did we, is HLV, did that help prepare us for the playoffs? Is that what you're asking me? I guess. Yeah, um, it did because we found out some things that uh, might give us fits. Um, HLV, um, even though they are what they are with their record, they did some things that might give us fits. And if people see it on film, um, they might use it to their advantage. Um, now, also, it was the rain, you know, super rainy day. So uh, we weren't able to do some of the things we wanted to do. But um, we were able to do some things. 
um, to try some things out with our guys that uh, that are going to help us move on, you know, here in the next level. So um, it was nice to have have that game, and as we move forward, you know, um, we're pretty excited. Now, when we talk about Friday's game, um, you know, everybody knows what the weather was like around here. Uh, we moved it up because <laughs> early in the morning it looked like it was going to be horrible from seven to eight. So it was like, hey, let's get this game in at, from six to seven. You know, if 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 all push comes to shove, and then we're at halftime, uh, you know, the storm hits, we can call her done. Well, turns out that was a bad move, right? Because from six to six forty-five was the worst, and then uh, I cleared up at seven. So um, we played through some pretty poor uh, weather conditions, um, but our kids did a really nice job of responding. Um, you know, we we took the opening kickoff back for a touchdown by Eli Miller. Um, we kick off again. We force a three and out. Uh, Cole Milks takes the punt back. Um, and, uh, you know, it's 16 nothing. Offense hasn't even played. Um, you know, we kick off again. We get the ball. You know, we, we get a, we, we tell Cole just a fair catcher. Leave it alone. Uh, you know, we're able to march down and score. And before you know it, I mean, I think there's 10 minutes still to go in the first quarter. It's like 22 to nothing. Um, but our kids did a really nice job of staying focused and, uh, executing where they needed to. Um, and we're, we're happy with how they did it. So, um, you know, a lot of kids did a lot of really good things. Um, even our JV scored a touchdown. Nick Sparrow got one. And like I said earlier, our JV kept the shutout. So, you know, we're happy with the way those kids participated. Go ahead, Scotty. Well, I don't have a lot of uh, for you, Coach, question-wise, because, uh, you know, the, the doors are shut now in the regular season. You guys have accomplished everything you set out to do, I'm sure, there. I do want to comment that I love that that uh, mentality of the micro goals, though. That that was really cool. I think listeners will enjoy that. I know I did. Um, and so now you're into the, that part of the season, the playoffs, the postseason, where everybody, you know, they say everybody's, you know, 0-0 or whatever. Yep. Um, and there's high expectations of Winfield Mount Union. And uh, I don't know. I just, I just want to say that uh, – I'm going to get to as many of those games as I can. I followed Waco through there because I had this feeling after watching them all season last year that they were going really far, and I, I enjoyed that. I'm going to be in Winfield Mountain Union. Well, at Winfield, I should say. Right. The Winfield Mountain Union game, and I, I, my daughter and I are chomping at the bit to see this game. Um, should be should be a lot of fun, and uh, I just want to wish you guys the best Friday night and, and going forward, and I'm hoping you guys got a lot more weeks uh, left as far as uh, football season goes. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. You know, we've talked to the guys – um, you know, we have an eight game regular season. We only played seven because we had a team step out on us. And, um, you know, we talked about, you know, we're basically halfway, you know, we want to be playing until the middle of November. You know, my goal as a coach is always to be playing football in November. Uh, that means you've had a pretty good season and, you know, we can stay healthy. Um, a lot of our guys have only played a half of football. Um, you know, and, and we talk about, uh, where we've come as a program last year. At this time, you know, Cam Buffington had 135 carries through our regular season, um, you know, and we were struggling to make the playoffs. And here we are. He doesn't even have 70 right now. Um, yeah. it, you know, we've had some guys step up and, and help carry the load. So, um, you know, plus it helps that, you know, he hasn't played in two games. He's played a fourth quarter, um, you know. So, um, and that's not just him, right? That's the rest of our, our starters and things like that. So, um, you know, with that, we feel like we're rested. And like you said, hopefully we're – if we can stay healthy to make a run um, here in the next few weeks. Okay. Well, I got a question for you about that weather that you played in. I actually think that might be good for you. Um, 
simply because this season we've had almost perfect weather. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, we've had really, we've been pretty lucky. But um, last year there was a lot of games. Uh, I think all the sub-state games were played in uh, torrential downpours. You know what I mean? So how how about that? Could uh, you know slipping and sliding out there in the mud and, and the blood and the beer? Uh, uh, could that help the team maybe later on when when you do face some adversity with some weather? Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you get exposed to some type of adversity and you overcome it, you know, in a positive situation, I think that uh, your kids are, you know, they learn from it and they go, um, I'm pretty, you know, I'm able to do some things that I, I couldn't. And, um, and so, you know, you're just excited with the way that they, they, they participated. Okay. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that, our kids did a really nice job. We wanted to throw the ball still because we'd have to be able to throw the ball in, in adverse situations. And uh, we didn't do a great job of that. I mean, I think Jake was four for four, but, um, you know, he, he still had some things. that I, I thought he could have pulled the trigger on a couple of them that he pulled down and ran. Um, so we're going to have to, you know, we'll learn from that. But um, I think anytime you get, you know, like when you play in a heat game, you know, the heat games, if you're lucky enough to make it to the dome, they say the dome's 75 degrees, you know, down on the turf. And so that's like playing at the, you know, middle beginning of the year, um, you know, and after, you know, we're going to play a couple games here in the forties and fifties. And so it'll be a shock to the system a little bit, but if you're able to make it through there, you know, it's pretty good. And like you said, the rain, the snow, those kind of things, if you're able to be successful and, and you know what you're good at, whether it's a coach or a player, you know, you're going to be, you're going to learn what you can and can't do. So, uh, you know, anytime you face adversity and you're successful through it, um, it's definitely a learning situation for you. Scotty, this guy gives us some pretty good answers, doesn't he? I'd say so. Um, <laughs> I, I like, I like picking your brain coach. Cause, uh, I do it kind of, uh, through your own podcast when I get to listen to that. <laughs> and it's yeah. well, uh, Scotty, I got an assignment for you here. Uh, uh, since you're running low on questions, uh, you and I discussed uh, uh, who we thought should be player of the year, and uh, uh, it's kind of a unanimous decision. And why don't you let our listeners know who for the season was the player of the year overall for Round Guy Radio, uh, and maybe you could say a little bit of why. Well, we knew this was coming uh, some years ago, but it's Cam Buffington. And, uh, you know, like you said earlier, we, we tend to pick a senior uh, since we've been doing this in these last, you know, couple, three years here. Just because, um, you know, that's the culmination of a, a high school career there. Cam's been on the, the fast track to it his entire high school career, and it sounds like well before. Um, he's everything you'd want in a player, and he's such a great young man. I've only been able to speak to him in person a couple of times, but it, it's uh, always a pleasure. He's a very respectful young man, um, well-spoken, uh, serious. And I don't know, it's just uh, he's had a spectacular career, and uh, – He's got great teammates around him this year to boot, um, and, and did before, just not as many, I guess, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, but you've got it this year, and uh, you know, I've I've been wishing and hoping that it would come together at least for the senior season, especially after some of the. Oh, you guys had some adversity last year with the injuries and things not yep. bouncing your way all the time, and that stuff tends to kind of have an ebb and flow and come and go, and and things are going right this year, and I just hope it culminates in every every goal that they've uh, set for themselves. And Cam is, let's face it, he's a generational talent. Um, he's got the numbers to back it, uh, the film to back it. He's he's the round guy, radio player of the year, far and away, as far as I'm concerned, for uh, 2023. Yeah, I mean, he's 
we we've talked about him every week, you know, and he always does something every week. You're like, man, I'm glad that guy's on my team, you know. Um, and and it's a culmination of, of the old cliche when hard week hard work makes talent. Uh, you know, we've talked about this before. Um, you know, it started after his freshman year when he wasn't satisfied how things were, and and that was the COVID year. Um, and he just got absolutely after it. He worked as hard as he possibly could, and. Um, you know, he's, he's put himself in a uh, position to be, uh, to be successful. Um, you know, so, um, I'm, I'm excited for him. Um, I'm excited for what the future holds for him. Um, you know, and he's one of those guys that, um, he just works hard. He's a great teammate. Uh, you know, he said a generational talent. I've been coaching now for, I think it's my 18th year. Um, he's definitely one of a kind, you know, you see a little bit of other guys you've coached in him. Um, but at the same time, um, there, it's a multiple of guys in him, you know, it's not one guy. And, you know, and I told you guys this before, what separates him apart from other people is, is his, how, how good of a leader and a teammate he is. Um, you know, he's a, he's an excellent football player, but he's just a good, a leader and, and student and those things. So, um, you know, we're going to miss him, but hopefully we got about a month left with him. Um, you know, and, and like you said, he also has the, the talent around him right now that are making plays and helping so he doesn't have to shoulder the load where they can just say, you know, we got to shut 33 down, you know, pull milks, Abram Edwards, Carter Lloyd, Jake Edwards, those guys have all stepped up and, and made plays. So it's not such a huge target on Cam's back. Yeah, you got a good team out there. There's no question about that. Well, uh, Gus, uh, who you play, it, it, it's a team I'm not familiar with at all. Yeah, we play at Bell Plain. Uh, they're up by Marengo a little bit. Okay, well, I, I, I do remember their baseball team was pretty good. They had a, a, a couple of real talented players. Parrot uh, was the name of one of those athletes. But could you – I know you've had – and we haven't had a lot of time. Has this just come out yesterday? But you certainly had a little time to look at, at the film. Uh, what can you tell me about their team, uh, and what do they do well? Yeah, they're a run-first team. Um, they want to run the ball, definitely. You know, I think they maybe only have around 60, you know, 60, 70 total pass attempts. Um, and that's probably being generous, um, but they they want to run the ball. They've run the ball for over 2,000 yards this year. Um, they are new to eight man. You know, they do some the some unconventional things in the two point game and things like that. And um, you know, they like I said, they've had a couple uh, from what we've heard significant injuries to their playmakers. Um, you know, so you you never want to hear a high school kid getting hurt. But um, for us, you know, that would be. Uh, advantageous for us if some of their their top stati- statistical guys are down, um, you know. But they want to they want to run the ball at you, um, you know. They run the ball kind of like Iowa Valley does with the quarterback run game and things like that. So uh, we'll see what they have uh, when they come on Friday. But um, you know that's where we've we've excelled against the uh, the the power run. Our, our defensive line and linebacker group have done a really nice job against them. Um, you know we've controlled the line of scrimmage against those teams, and and so hopefully. It, you know, when we show up on Friday, we read our keys and do what we're supposed to and, and put ourselves in a position in the fourth quarter to win a football game. How about you? You have any, do you have any nagging injuries or anything? I know you had an extra week to heal up, but then some of that slip sliding around yeah. might have turned an ankle or, or, or pulled a muscle or something. Any of that going on or? No, knock on wood. We're about as fresh as we've been even before the season. Um, you know, we were battling some sickness from at the beginning, week one. Um, but as of right now, our kids are, as far as I know, uh, we'll see, see on Monday, I guess. But um, as far as I know, we're, we're as healthy as we can be, making, getting ready to make the run. 
Well, Scotty, uh, um, do you know some other teams? Are you guys in brackets, or they just you play nope. one game and then you just find out who you play after that? Or yeah, so uh, how eight man works is we'll play our first round, and then after the first round, uh, they'll bracket you into four different pods, um, and so we'll see um, how that goes. You know, I think our I think our district, I think between us, Waco, and Iowa Valley, there's a pretty good chance we can go three and zero, um, and that might set up a uh, rematch between us and Waco at some point, maybe. I don't think maybe round two. Um, I think if Waco wins pretty well um, on Friday, I think uh, there's a chance they could either go west um, or, you know, we'll get separated, but um, there's a chance we could play again. Uh, but yeah, so you play week one, there's 32 teams that when they get cut down to 16, they'll make four pods of four. Um, and then that's how you, you, you get your bracket. Well, Scotty, uh, uh, you got any parting shots or any last uh, uh, hoorahs here on this episode? Well, just one thing, um, and I think I spoke about it before. I, I ran into Carter Lloyd at uh, Columbus when you guys had the Saturday game against Montezuma, and we chit-chatted about how the season's been going and all that stuff. And and uh, one thing he said to me that I'm sure you have and the coaching staff have pounded in the heads of the boys is one game at a time. Yep. And uh, you're at that part of the season where that becomes more important than ever. And uh, I, I like the mentality. So I, as a fan, I'm not looking ahead either. I, I want to see what happens this week. That's why I don't have a lot of questions. I just want I know what's happened, and we know what's in front of us, and it's this game this Friday. And uh, I can't wait to be there to see it. And, and uh, one game at a time, let's go Wolves. I, I hope we have a run to the Dome coming. Yeah, I appreciate that. We uh, we talked about uh, the, Brent Venables, the coach at Oklahoma. He came out last week and he talked about game seven mentality. Um, and that's kind of what we preach about them. You're only right now, we're only guaranteed four quarters, uh, you know, and so we got to make sure we take care of business. So you get four more, um, you know, so right, right along in that same vein there, you know, one game at a time, four quarters at a time, you know, one play at a time, you know, so we want to make sure we take care of business and, and every snap and, and hopefully you stack them up and you get yourself a win. Yep. Well, coach, I want you to uh, take this opportunity to tell our listeners, you know, what time the game is, uh, how they can follow uh, through um, streaming or whatever, and uh, uh, um, what uh, 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 is there anything special about this game or anything that our listeners need to know that want to attend or want to listen uh, or, or view it? Yeah, um, so we play Bell Plain on Friday. Uh, it'll be a home game. Um, a local business, uh, Pilot Grove Savings Bank, they paid for uh, us to stream it because you have to pay extra when you stream state events like this. Uh, so they paid for us to stream it. So if you go to our website, you can uh, find the the link to watch it through our huddle cast. Um, we've got a couple guys uh, that will broadcast it as well. Um, you know, So you'd be able to watch it live online if you can't make the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just taking one game at a time, and, and hopefully we can get a nice crowd. Um, and if you can't make it, you can watch it on the, the cast on through our, yeah, Wolves TV, I believe it's called, through our, our huddle. Okay. Well, uh, do either one of you have anything else to say before we wrap it up? I'm good, guys. Thank you for having me on and being able to talk about Wolves football tonight. Yeah, well, this is a great, yeah, this is a great, great episode, don't you think, Scott? I Scott? enjoyed it. I enjoy it every time. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Scotty Melvin. Thank you. Thank you, Scott McCarty. I appreciate it. And thanks, and thank you, listeners, for being with us. This was a really, really good one, and congratulations on a stellar season. 
High School Football on Round Guy Radio was brought to you by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions, and Farmers Co-op of Envision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland.